0: It's the last day of February we got Baba O'Reilly by the who playing because it's a filter day like we we uh, didn't want to waste a theme on just uh, three day two days you know So I think Jake, I've decided that Baba O'Reilly is gonna be my filler day whenever Jordan's been helping with songs and he gets a he has weeks and themes all ready to go. but whenever like there's like just a random day because that's one of the better intros to, to music going. So can't do, can't go wrong when you do it on a show. Thoughts?
1: Hey, Jim. What's up? How are you? I'm good. You're my, you? you're my Bob O'Brien.
0: It's a shitty title. It should just be called Teenage Wasteland.
1: Wow! <clears throat> you just pissed off all our 50 plus age listeners.
0: No, they agree. They probably know it as Teenage Wasteland because.
1: They like that as their fun fact, Jim. That's every old man over 50's fun fact. They live for that song comes on, and they meet someone, and they go, Hey, you you know the name of this song? No, it's not Teenage Wasteland. It's Bob O'Reilly.
0: Yeah. Huh? Well.
1: Guys live for that.
0: Um, do you know it was part of, like, the Who was writing a play? Like a musical play about this farmer uh, and who like just like that's what the song is. Like he works for his meals and it's about this farmer and then they scrapped it. And like, well, let's just
1: release that song.
0: (laughs) Just hit it. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic song.
1: Good song. Yeah, I think I think of Paul O'Neill. I thought we were doing a a continuation of Yankees week.
0: Is that uh, was that his walk up song?
1: i have I have some vivid memories of that, but I also have a bad brain, so it's one of those things like I can't tell you decisively, but okay. i in my heart of hearts, I fully believe so
0: okay all right uh so, it sounds good sounds like a song he would choose
1: right like and it it, it fits um
0: townset townshed originally wrote Bob O'Reilly for his lifehouse project, a rock opera. That was to be the follow-up to the Who's 1969 opera, Tommy. So they're all about rock operas. You know my favorite rock
1: opera? Dracula one. It's a Dracula musical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning for so long it's hard to see that the times will turn. And when I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord I will slay him. Ha ha ha. Blood will drip down his decapitated. <laughs> I love that movie. That's good. I don't know if I got the lyrics right. Should I just play that scene now? At some point I'll, for halftime, I'll play Dracula's well, Lama. I think you just did. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: It's good, good, good. Forgetting Sarah Marshall for those who have, who have no idea what you saying.
1: Ooh, that'd be really tough. <laughs> that'd be really tough. I did that went viral enough at the time. I think people know that one.
0: Mila Cunis is great in that.
1: Woohoo! Dracula musical. <laughs> She's good. I know something that gets overlooked in that scene. We just said if you don't know it, so that means we'll deep dive even further. But there's there's a cut scene of uh an Asian man uh, just loves it. A man, a man at the bar with his wife, just having a blast, and that's kind of where I live. Just, I think his wife might even hit him for liking it so much.
0: Yeah, that's, she might give him a nudge.
1: I think that's kind. Of, that's kind of the world I live in. Like, okay, I'm at a bar in an island destination. Some guy up there is singing Dracula musical. Hell yes! Pour me another beer, and let's see where this lands. Um, so that's what I take away from that scene. Here we go. You know, I could, I could play something else. I just think out of context. <laughs> this might be... musical! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a great song. Not as good as my version, but here's the original.
1: This should be the opening song. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. (laughs) I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord I will slay him. Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha ha, he take him from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah, ha ha! Blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ah! His head on my mantle is how I will let this world know how much I love you. Uh.
0: All right, well that's the Dracula musical. How do we get into that? Where Bob O'Reilly was supposed to be for a rock opera. There we go. There you go. Where's Jason Siegel been? Uh, that's a good question. I know that he was, he was pretty, um, he was over. What show was he on? How I Met Your Mother. Like he hated that.
1: Yeah, that, that ended in 2014. And then I, I see a movie I recognize. there. sex tape. It was him and Cameron Diaz. They basically make a sex tape, upload it to the cloud, spend the whole movie trying to get rid of it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, at least I remember that coming out. That was 2014, though. I mean, we're coming up on five years.
0: Uh, he um, did uh, the David Foster Wallace movie. I watched that one. With, uh, is that yes. good?
1: That was 2015.
0: I don't think you'd enjoy it. It's about uh, no. D- David Foster Wallace as a writer. He wrote this movie, he wrote this book that's like a million, million thousand pages that people love, but it makes you really sad and suicidal. Okay. David Foster always killed himself. So um, and then it looks like he did a movie called The Discovery. Mm. I have no idea what this is. Two years after the afterlife is scientifically proven, a man attempts to help a young woman break away from her dark past. So yeah, that looks like it, it was a Netflix movie that flopped. So I don't know what he's been up to. He hasn't Robert done Redford. He hasn't done anything like comedy. Yeah, it it's looks like he tried going the serious
1: route, and it, it's not working.
0: Yeah. He's uh, producing a TV show right now, um, and he's writing he's writing and producing a TV show called Dispatches from Elsewhere right now. So that's, I guess, what he's putting all of his time and effort into.
1: And he's he's coming out in the movie The Friend. It looks like Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson, some of your faves. Yeah. Um, that looks like a 2020 thing, but yeah, I don't know. That's kind of nuts because I I know one thing that shocked me, and I don't know if you just saw it, but do you know how old he is? Forty six. Thirty nine. What? Isn't that surprising? Usually, you're
0: surprised by how old they are, not by right. how young they are.
1: I guess it's kind of shocking that, like, forgetting Sarah Marshall and knocked up. I mean, he was mid to late twenties.
0: Yeah, he um, got his start on uh. Uh, on freaks and geeks.
1: Yeah. So with James how about Franco. that, thirty nine.
0: Him, him, James Franco, and Seth Rogen all got their start together on Freaks and Geeks. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. How you and doing? That's your
1: Jason Segel update. Is
0: your brain better yesterday? Your brain was
1: brains. Brain's a little better. Um, I mean, my, I was gonna say my life is Swiss cheese. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a uh... weird weird way to say anything. Um, I'm going to Salt Lake city today. Um, and in my head, it didn't all come together so quickly like that. Um, well yeah, going out there, seeing some of the girlfriend's family and skiing and stuff. Um, so that will be nice, but I'm like, did the old unpack wash and it's going right back into a bag. Um, and I mean, classic girlfriend stuff, but, we're because we're traveling with other gear where we're just gonna share one big suitcase. The suitcase is fully packed. She's just like, Oh, let me if if I need to take something out, let me know. And it's like, Yeah, I need you to take half of it out. You're not <laughs> sharing the suitcase. Um so that's uh that's what I'm doing after this, more or less. Um brains working better, had a had a coffee this morning. I'm already rolling. I'm about to take uh, my yeah. first
0: sip of coffee.
1: Nice, dude. Um, and yeah, ye- yesterday was just straight travel. Body body, and mind didn't feel right the whole day. So now back to it.
0: There's uh, This season of True Detective, Mahershala Ali's character. Sure. There's an old man. He uh He's trying to remember this case. And he has a line that says, My whole brain's a bunch of missing pieces. And I thought maybe Jay can relate to that.
1: Oh yeah, well, me and Marshall, always saw it. I, how are, uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I got a lot of work to do today, and that's exciting. I sure. thought of, uh, I thought of a fun little, I thought of a fun little uh, Instagram silly video for the the Yankee machine. Nice. Because, well, I'll just give it away on John Boy Jake Radio. Well. I think it's interesting. The ones that I think interesting don't get a lot of love because they're usually historical. But Yogi Berra invented putting his finger outside of his baseball glove. Right. Because he broke his finger. And now like every baseball player in the world does that. Brett Gardner invented wearing an oven mitt while stealing bases. Because he broke his finger. Right. And now the oven mitt is in the Hall of Fame. I don't I don't those are true. So that's interesting. Both Yankees. I can make a video like the Yankees not only are baseball players, but they're inventors and finger protectors. Sure. So the line there. Now, Jake, Nick Johnson is who my brain credits for wearing that thumb
1: thing. The thumb thing.
0: Yep. I don't know if Nick Johnson invented that or if he was the first player to bring it to the MLB, but I know he was at the forefront of the thumb. thing. That's what I got to figure out. Because if, if I can lump Nick Johnson in there, then when I got three finger protector, inventions that Yankees invented that's yeah a, that's which, a good tidbit
1: I mean that's uh you know certain schools get known for for certain things um and uh, yeah I, I guess that's that could be the Yankees thing you wonder if there's something behind it Gene Monahan, shout out something like that I mean not Yogesh but um yeah good Yankee the Yankees are inventors
0: I don't know how to Google that. I just Googled Nick Johnson thumb thing.
1: I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, I don't know what that thumb thing is called. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I didn't do much. Got our uh, got our talking yanks in. I think people thought I was high. I I read that in the comments. People thought I was high during talking yanks last night.
1: Yeah. Now that the lid's off on that, people people take that whenever they want. Easy
0: out. Yeah, whenever I say something remotely like, silly, Jimmy's high. I only get high right before bed, guys. Guys. And one time on talking songs, and I, I was way too, I couldn't even talk. So I had to edit it a bunch.
1: Just an episode of songs, then. Ha. Ahaha.
0: Ha, oh, the soundboard program just gave me an update, said there's a new version. I wonder if it's got new features.
1: Wow, you love
0: features that would be exciting. Maybe I can play like a million. Maybe I can make the soundboard make you sound cooler. It would really help the show. Sure. Sure. Here we go. Brandon Nimmo of the Mets tried to cook himself a chicken dinner. He didn't cook it. He got himself sick. He was throwing up all night. Mickey Calloway, the Mets manager, says that maybe the Mets need to teach him how to cook. Shut up, Brandon Nimmo. <coughs> Giants GM Gettleman. Is that how you say it? Gentleman, Gettleman, Gettleman, Gettleman. He came up to the podium. He opened up with we are. I did not sign Odell to trade him. He kind of buried Laletta a little bit, said uh, he's got to do all the right stuff for all the right reasons. You can't go to bed at night worrying if he's going to come in on time. Burn Laletta. This is the same Laletta that got bumped over on the depth chart last year from Sherman for people didn't understand that either. They say, they say, they say, they say, uh, <laughs> Ellsbury, they say is here to stay. Jets GM says he's open to trading back with any team. He wants to trade their top pick for a gluttony of other stuff. And the Yankees are playing, Bird homered and the Mets are playing and the Rangers are out of it and the Islanders are doing well and the Ducks are, the uh, Devils are doing bad and the Nets lost last night and uh, the Knicks, I didn't, I don't even know if they played. I apologize for the bad tri-state minute. I put those on the board last night. I didn't rearrange them into sentences my brain liked, and I tried to power through it. it didn't work. How do you? Apologize. We do have big news from uh, Giants News because there's, lots, there's a lot going on. because uh what's coming up. The Combine's coming up, so they're in front of the media, and they're talking to the media again. So, you uh, know I mean? A lot of stuff is funny. The Eli stuff is huge. Sounds like Eli's coming back. They say that uh, this was the quote. Well, I think Eli can help us win games. And he proved when the players around him started playing better that he can play at a very high level and help us win games. So at this point, I want Eli back. Seems like that's at face value. They're going to want Eli back. Uh, Saquon Barkley liked a tweet saying Eli was going to come back. Which maybe wasn't even him. Could be a social media team. What do you got on this, Jake? You think uh, he's going to be back? It seems we, like if you I, they just said Eli's coming back. We saw this coming, Jim. Yeah, we did. We said this we, like halfway through the season.
1: halfway through the season, we saw Eli's stats when they when they started that winning streak to win out. They mm-hmm. came off, and Odell was talking about them winning out, and they won two or three in a row. I mean, we saw it happening, and it was it was exactly what played out. Eli ended up last year. With a two to one touchdown interception ratio, essentially twenty-one touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Um, they started playing better football down the stretch. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't think. I we're we're not shocked. I I think it's this time. It has to be. Like whether it's Haskins or not, Haskins in the draft. Like now they need a plan. Like you're if you bring in someone to actually compete with Eli, like he can't be offended anymore. They were three and twelve last year. They were five eleven or five eleven last year. Three and twelve the year before that. Um, and he's gonna be thirty eight this year. So yeah, like you you have to have a plan outside of your boy Kyle LaLeta, who is getting poo pooed on. Um, they they need Haskins or a first round quarterback or at least a high second round quarterback to be like, so if giant, so if the ship does start to go downhill again for the giants, they can actually put someone in there with a glimpse of hope. Um, Cause I mean, eventually that's, that was the problem with Eli. Like there's, there's no hope. We're, we're five and 11. We're still rolling Eli out there. We can't even trust Lalletta to, to get on the field. Um, So, yeah,
0: it's a tricky situation because if you are going to roll the dice with Eli as your quarterback in an attempt to win in 2000, in the next season, then you almost need to use this first round draft pick to help win into in this upcoming season. Or you can, not choose to try and win and get Haskins and have him sit for a year, be a mentor, but then that's giving up on this season. Like they need to use a guy from the draft to help win this year. I mean, the offensive line's brutal. So like Eli's staying to win. This is what I'm getting. Eli is staying to win. If he's the starting majority of the games, Eli has said he doesn't want to play mentor. He wants to be the starter. He's got like a two year window left of being able to win. He's not ditching w- winning. So if Eli's the starter and you're chasing a Super Bowl next season, you have to use this this six-round pick to draft someone that's going to help that process that you can put on the field right away. And that's confusing because then you're doomed for when Eli leaves or you're waiting on another quarterback, but you're, then you're going to have to trade a bunch to get up to that pick. I don't know. And then... uh Gettleman also said that he wants to leave the franchise with a franchise quarterback. Like, that's what he wants to leave his legacy, just like um, the guy who drafted Eli. So it's confusing because if they get Haskins, the beautiful story is like, you know, he splits time with Eli. Eli mentors him. He takes over. Eli doesn't want to do that. And the Giants are saying they want to win next year. And that's not part of that plan.
1: Yeah, it also, it also, I mean, it depends what they like. I mean, Haskins is the only quarterback that some people are saying should be a top 10 pick or so. Some people don't even believe that. So I don't know. If you're the Giants and you like them, I think you take them and you don't say the year's over. You say, Eli, like, yo, this is, I'm sorry. These are the rules. This is the last, you know, this is your last chance to get the reins. We have to be prepared for more. Um, you know, you can't let one, draft pick necessarily hold you back from competing or think you have a chance. But at the same time, if they don't like Haskins, it lets them play up that storyline. You just said they can do a, you know, yeah, you know, we saw Haskins out there, but we believe in Eli. We believe in this team. So we wanted to get the most talent we could, which I mean, could kind of be win-win, especially if you don't believe in the QB talent in the draft. So go, go giants. Yeah.
0: And the jets say that they're going to trade their pick. To get a gluttony of picks which is smart they should i mean they should definitely trade that pick they have a quarterback they have like the flashy players kind of if they can get multiple players for one player seems smart
1: yeah ever everyone was laughing because the way they phrased it and i think it was on francesa um that they were like yeah well we they asked them if they trade back with the giants they're like yeah as long as we get the right amount of assets back we'll trade with anyone um and i think the headline that like espn came out with was the the jets would like to trade for a lot of picks there's literally something along those lines uh jets looking to deal number three pick for draft hall and it's like cool yep bingo
0: yeah
1: same same
0: got anything on nimmo not knowing how to cook
1: yeah, I, I like this. I like this a little bit. I I think it shows, you know, obviously some youth. This guy's been caught up in in playing baseball. And the the story that I liked about it, the leak today, was he was so proud of himself, he sent a picture to his wife or girlfriend. He's like, "Look how good this meal I made was." <laughs> Poisoned himself. <laughs>
0: I did the opposite when I was first teaching myself how to cook. I overcooked chicken because I was yeah. so, I was so scared of. Doing what he did,
1: yeah, I still do that. Um, if I'm on a grill and any any burger steak meat, hyper confident about um, chicken, I I just don't have the vibe yet on the grill.
0: Oh yeah, I'm a chicken. I do. I cook a lot of chicken. So on just, the grill, I've cooked chicken on the grill before, but not not a lot of times on the grill. Yeah, usually I'm going. Stovetop oven foodie ninja
1: it just takes longer than the other meat so i think that's what gets me worried because well, you not
0: you can't like eat it partially rare like you can meet
1: right there's there's so many times that i feel like i'm confident with how i've cooked the chicken and then i do like one last like cut in or flip and it's like completely raw and i'm like oh boy oh brother i'm gonna kill everyone i'm brand Nemo whoa let's
0: go to the national news
1: come on ruxenstein draft day johnny manzel johnny gets cut from his cfl league we saw some aaf tweets johnny also got duped on the twitter sphere by reacting to a fake account that said he was signing with an aaf team tough day johnny speaking of short quarterbacks, you know who just measured up at the combine gym? Your boy, Kyler Murray. 510.1, 207 pounds. We'll talk about if that means anything. Celtics lose four straight. The trapped elevator trailblazers escape Boston with a victory. Tennessee wins on a controversial charge block call. Old Miss fans throw garbage all over the court. Dwayne Wade with an all-time buzzer beater against Golden State uh, in South Bish last night. And Indiana University of Pennsylvania, you heard that right, forgot their unis versus Edinburgh. Edinburgh let them wear their jerseys, and Indiana University of Pennsylvania beat them in their own jerseys.
0: What was that last story?
1: So, Division Two, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. So, you got that? Yep. They forgot their unis. Okay. So, they show up to play Edinburgh and they go, Oh, shoot, we forgot our unis. And so, Edinburgh's like, Okay, um, I guess you guys can use our road uniforms um and play us and university of indiana university of pennsylvania is like what i think they're like number they're ranked number two in division two basketball or something like that um so they they won so i don't know man the more i thought about this i was like dude that sucks having having an opponent an opposing team come to your school wear your uniforms and then kick your ass that's brutal
0: yeah, that's not fun. I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting, like, if you're guarding the guy wearing your jersey, because, you know, tall people are probably going to, you know, size-wise, like a center's probably going to wear the other center's jersey. Yeah. That's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, that's like a whole, uh, that's that's a mind fuck.
0: Um, I don't know if I'd like that. There's a. There's an old baseball story. The 1913 Reds, they lost to the Cubs while dressed as the White Sox. Is that an d- even bigger mindfuck? You think you're playing the White Sox because they're White Sox uniforms, but it's actually the Reds are wearing the White Sox uniforms?
1: I think with the colors there, it gets interesting. The Reds are wearing the White Sox. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is just tough. This is This is getting beat on your own turf by yourselves
0: a better version of you the yeah. coach is like uh no we're gonna take that team home now
1: yeah uh trade back trade back
0: all right what else do we have here Dwayne Wade's buzzer beater was awesome I should go watch this that's how awesome it was
1: you should go watch this so kind of a classic NBA and what Golden State's been doing it, it was in Miami um and they were in their their new Miami Vice uniforms they had the court Miami Vice out so it looked good um Miami was up 24. Four at one point. Golden State comes back. They take the lead. It looks like they're going to win it. Um, Miami runs a end-of-game chaos play that ends up with Dwayne Wade taking a three-point shot and getting blocked. He, like, double pumps, gets blocked, and it comes right back to him. And then he's he's got one foot over the line, one foot behind the line. So to make it a three-point shot, he lifts up his front foot. And it does like a Dirk, almost wrong foot fadeaway, tosses it up. His back was to the basket, tosses it up, two hands, backboard down, buzzer, game, place erupted because it's, uh, you know, vintage. They call it vintage Dwayne Wade, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of not. It's it's watching old Dwayne
0: Wade
1: do anything to survive. So, yeah, it was actually a really cool scene. The celebration's
0: Um, good. He jumps right up on the scorer's table.
1: Yeah, at first he was, and what I liked about it, at first he was so shocked that it happened that he, like, wasn't think he was like, okay, you know, wow, that just went in, that was kind of awesome, and then he was like, oh, shoot, this is my last season, I hit a game winner, I think I gotta ham this up a little bit.
0: Well, it's fun, because he hammed it up because it was so ridiculous, like, if that's just a regular three-pointer walk-off, you can't do that
1: stuff. Right, peacock. He, he you like yeah, uh, cross yeah. the arms, like I yeah. got this.
0: Yeah, he jumped up on the scores table, starts pinging his chest because he's like, "Yep, all me, all me." But it's a circus shot. It's like mm, yeah. that was he. You can only do that when you know it's partially like luck, but it's not like luck, but crazy. And,
1: yeah, and pe- people. I, I don't hate, know. I, think I don't it's like the of...
0: Miami Vice things, though.
1: Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in on that, and I think there's a. It's it's one of those weird. Normally in, in a moment like that, you kind of walk away and you're just like, yo, that was awesome. And then I don't know, like you're driving home two hours later and you're like, yo, that's gonna be that's gonna be a highlight forever. Like I was at the buff fumble game. That was kind of our thought. When it happens, you're stunned. Um, I think knowing that it's like Dwayne Wade's last hurrah, people get more of a more oomph from mm. it because they're like, Oh shoot, we're gonna see that replay forever.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll be on the it'll be on the jumbotron's forever, and people are gonna say, "Oh wow, yeah, remember that."
1: And uh, and more of a James Francis. That's James Francis Whitman. I always want to go there. So this is for James Francis Widman. Um Tennessee. You you'd like the end of this game too, Jim? Um, so. Old Miss has a chance to – I forget if it's tied or win with a three. There's not a ton of time left. Um, So the guy goes in heave mode, and a Tennessee player jumps in front of him, and they called it a charge, which it was tight. I I could see it being called a charge. Um, But, yeah, Old Miss football school trying to do basketball. Fans start going nuts. I don't know if they – if it was like paper cup night at the stadium or something, but they basically – The coach freaks out. All the fans start throwing stuff. Then the coach, the coach likes it for a second. And then he's like, oh, shoot, I'm the coach. I have to stop this. So then he goes into coach kind of patrol mode. Um,
0: I want to see, I'm trying to find video of them actually throwing stuff on the court. It looks like they're like trying to take it off video. Like, Like that. I just watched the replay of the game. And it didn't have the shots of them throwing it on the court, which is what right. I want to watch. But they're probably, you know, saying, let's not promote that.
1: Yeah, I think your best bet for that would probably be the Twitter sphere. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, ki- kind of fun. Eh, not kind of no, fun. Pretty I'm bad, a, but.
0: Yeah, I'm a, that's definitely something where I've uh, matured or whatever. Where like now right. I'm like, mm, don't that sucks. Don't don't yeah. throw stuff on the court <laughs> where oh, yeah. college me is probably like, oh, well, they fucking deserved it. They blew the call or right, get my two cents in, you know, like that. Yeah. But uh, it's just shitty. It's just like a shitty thing to do.
1: <laughs> it's not good. Does doesn't end up helping. Um, And Jim, your your Celtics are in a slide right now.
0: Hold on. Say, um, that, say that again.
1: Your Celtics are in a slide right now.
0: Yeah, fuck my fingers, huh? Yeah. Cuz I knew I knew the trapped elevator results in a win. It's almost a great tactic as a coach. You want to win the next game, trap your guys in an elevator for 30 minutes and let them galvanize themselves into a unit. And no, it's funny, I
1: we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but you get stuck in an elevator. I feel like a lot of people have had it happen. If you haven't, you should do everything once. Um, you know, I, I have a memory freshman year where we're locked in an elevator with some guys. There's like seven of us, and you start doing, you know, you do some fake survival mode jokes, blah, blah, blah. And I guess they did that and they were recording it that like one guy had two, two like power bars. So he ate one and then he was like, the rest of you can fight for this other one. Um, dude, the, they're monster humans. Like I, I said, I was in an elevator with seven people. There were seven trailblazers in the elevator, except they're the size of two humans. Yeah, that's true. Maybe
0: I it was guess, a big elevator.
1: That's tight, man.
0: Maybe it was a big elevator.
1: Um, yeah, so it's, it shambles and busts. And, was blah, it after, blah, blah. was it
0: after a workout? Like if it, what if it's, you know, they got like pre-workout in them and because then it's a gas chamber.
1: Well, that's what we were saying. And yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think everyone knows their, whether they're athletic friends or someone who are still athletes or however you want to think about it. Um, Yeah. You're getting a lot of protein farts either way. So that, uh, that elevator was a bad time.
0: That's why it led to a win.
1: It's unites unites the team.
0: We got a question in the chat from Vince Mora. Wants to know uh, what you want the Broncos to do with the tenth pick.
1: Uh, get better players, ideally. Um, they're uh, I I don't know they're they're kind of in the the catch twenty two right now. You just brought in a defensive coach. Your defense is the strength of your team. Um, you brought in Flacco. Um, so it's kind of, do you, do you bring in a a good defensive player and go full out? Like we're going to own defense. Let's do whatever we can on offense. They've tried to do that for a few years to no success because their offense has been terrible, but I mean, it's, it's kind of tough. Like they, I don't know who they draft that you're like, yep, the offense is great now because there's not going to be a quarterback there unless they go off the deep end and get Kyler or something. So they probably go defense and try to make that a strength strength again. And I don't know, they'll they'll say we have to play Mahomes and Phillip Rivers for four games a, a season now. Um so yeah.
0: Okay. That's the half. Half a timey. What time are you leaving half, for half a time. Life? Half a timey. What time are you half leaving for this thing?
1: uh god I think like one noon I don't know
0: nice so are we recording uh tonight late night record for tomorrow
1: uh late night or I think we'd still be fine for early tomorrow because i'll I'll be up um gotta gotta hit the slopes Earls you know yep cool so I gotta figure that out cool.
0: All right, let's go into the news.
1: i read the news today oh boy and though the news was rather sad
0: well i just had to laugh
1: well it's six o'clock time for the news
0: a man who dipped his testicles into a customer's salsa on a food delivery has been arrested Ohio Sonic workers abandon their restaurant and post a note on the door saying, "Due to terrible management, the whole store quit. Not only one store, multiple stores have quit because new Sonic management doesn't care about the working man." Two people were arrested over at a, two people were arrested fighting over crab legs. I think it was one elderly white man and a younger black woman. I think interesting fight. Wish we had the video. Gangs in England are using vacuum cleaners to suck cash from parking meters. Sounds like the gangs in England are a bunch of homeless losers. Why don't you get some guns and kill each other like cool gangs in America? Detective is facing the, a detective is facing the sack. This is a British thing. So a detective is facing firing for farting on duty and constantly calling people cunts. A CBC journalist files a complaint with police after his ear was being licked on live air report doing a remote from a comedian's strike. A man who went viral for buying $540 worth of Girl Scout cookies has been arrested in a DEA drug bust.
1: I read the news today, oh boy.
0: Where do you want to go, Jake? We got a bunch of fun stories today.
1: I can't believe you said that C word.
0: I was quoting the person.
1: Well, it doesn't say that.
0: Well, it's hard to say C star star T. Yeah,
1: it says C star star T. So I'm a little appalled by you. Um, Viral Girl Scout cookies. So we've we've got a guy. He takes a happy pick with a, a couple young Girl Scouts. I mean, the easy joke here would be weed, right? Like if this guy has a bunch of weed, that's why he bought these Girl Scout cookies. Um,
0: super high.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the easy, lazy joke, but also like, I don't know, I'm, I'm reading the article and I don't see, I don't see what kind of drugs it was. And then also, Oh, it's right here. Know.
0: The DEA official said the viral photo from this weekend had nothing to do with the agency's federal drug charges. So, I mean, okay, let's not take away the nice deed. Dude was doing some drug stuff on one side of his life. On the other side, he was
1: supporting the Girl Scouts. Okay, so it was heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Girl Scouts had some quote like, oh, I don't know, he seemed like a nice man, so that's good.
0: Could have been. Um,
1: Could have been. And, yeah, you know, you can't put that drug money in a bank account, so he he bought some cookies. Um, Everything about this story checks out and has a happy ending, except him him getting busted for selling drugs.
0: Al Capone invented the food kitchen, the soup kitchen, you know? Bad guys can do nice things. Amen. Amen. I uh this uh click the link of the man accused of dipping his testicles in customer salsa. So I thought you
1: could be going there.
0: Well, look at the picture of him. This was upsetting yeah. to me because it says 31-year-old and right. I I don't identify as uh, uh, close to being this guy's age Which was what I found out I was like man he was old And I was like fuck I'm 30 So that sucked And He wasn't even the delivery driver Jake Right And he posted on Snapchat This is what you get when you only tip 89 cents And it was his balls being dipped into salsa Now he's arrested Yeah For like adultering Oh wow they have the video I didn't actually watch the video Yeah Not interested That's fuck. Don't mess with people's foods I worked at Domino's for a while and I don't ever remember anyone messing with anyone's food while I worked there. Because I... I, um, I th- well,
1: I mean, technically we did because we just let all the drunk college kids go back there and make their own food.
0: In a gross way or rude way. Like, I, I, yeah. nothing ever got delivered that was like, oh, fuck this, I'm going to spit in their food.
1: Like, Right.
0: I think that happens far less than people... like think
1: it would then they like to depict yeah um yeah and he's on he's on camera saying oh it feels good on my testicles
0: yeah yeah he dipped it in the sauce and said oh it feels good
1: so he's a hairy fella which that sucks that's one of those things that stays with you yeah um that stays with you um you know speaking of the food service industry james yeah Uh, What do you got going on in Ohio, brother?
0: Man, they're mad. These Sonic employees are mad. I I have a... They wrote, like, there's a bunch of notes because there's a bunch of walkouts. And uh, one note's kind of bland. This other notes long, but it's a doozy of a read. Do you want me to give you some snippets? Please. Okay. This is the management team at Lancaster. I will say this before reading this you think oh the sonic employees walked walked out and you're just thinking you know teenage fast food front end employees these are like all the managers and and stuff that were working there for years and you'll hear about this we would just like to tell you because you are the most trashiest company we have ever seen to hide such information from your team is unbelievably selfish and inconsiderate to the people you care about in quotes You guys push someone who has 11 years of Sonic under their belt for someone who has only been in the company for six months. She was loyal and would and did anything you, Lance, asked her. She gave 11 years of her blood, sweat, and tears into this company only to get nothing but backstabbed. So what makes you think that anyone else would want to work for someone as sleazy as you? So since 11 years practically mean shit to this company anymore you lost another nine years and eight years and five years and two years and two years and one year lance you let people work underneath the table at your stores but makes other stores feel like shit because their labor is high why you why you have eight workers on the same shift but only four people on your clock you manipulate and try to come off to be this wonderful guy but the more i get to know you the more shady you appear to be. You knew the entire time that the company was getting sold. By the way, GMs, you'll find this out tomorrow through Sherry under the bus to save your ass and you practically lost her position. This is a joke. You're a joke. You say racist things. You put people down and make them feel below you. You push, 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 push people to make them better or say you can do better than this. Blah, blah, blah. Do what I do for a week and see if you last. It's hard to take criticism from someone who is the laziest person ever. I now understand why this store can't keep a general manager. It wasn't because they were horrible. It's because they were as grimy as you, Lance. But they just got caught by the right person. Signed, The Breakfast Club
1: you went for it you went you went for um Power. play. signing the breakfast club um power play yes like not only are we mad we already have a nickname yeah
0: and it comes from a tv show because we're not that original
1: movie um yeah and yeah apparently they uh they were take they were taking some of the employees from like minimum wage to, like, the waiter, yeah, I saw like, that $4 an hour with tips, which that is kind of fucked up. Like, Super fuck. Sonic isn't a big, like, tip place. It's not like, hey, we got, we got $40 of Sonic for the car. Here you go. Like, here's a big old tip. Like, people are like, this place is kind of weird. Get me out of here.
0: Yeah. Um, no one's tipping Sonic.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm half on the Sonic side, and I've always loved the – I don't know, like, I'm sure – new ownership came in and they had one of these meetings and they were like, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're going to switch over the the servers to kind of more of a restaurant model. So they're going to have lower salaries, but tell them they should expect higher tips. And you know, you're going to get some backlash, but just play through it. And then boom, like, no, (laughs) no, they're not. Um, so I like it.
0: Shout out to Lance for being a dick
1: lance
0: lance lance will make you dance all right jake this next story i needed to tell you because i read it is the detective facing the sack for farting on duty and constantly saying cunt
1: right well we don't know what he was saying
0: oh sexist much thinking it's a guy
1: wow we don't know what they were saying Mm.
0: it's a woman she's 44 and she's basically Melissa McCartney. So there's this police station in this small town in Wales in sure. a town called like Gwerdy or something like that. Listen to what she is accused of doing. Farting outside her sergeant's office, telling a suspect you're driving like a C word, asking a junior coll- colleague if he wanted to have an affair with a fatter, uglier, older woman. <laughs> asking another colleague in a busy station for a thrush cream. What's a thrush cream? That's something sexual I don't even know.
1: Man, I'm not Googling that.
0: Yeah, okay. So she responds to each of these allegations, Jake. Um, About saying the C word, she said uh, that's just the nature of the place, and the C word had replaced the F word for her. Um, she admitted that breaking wind outside the sergeant's office, <laughs> she admitted breaking wind outside the office, ar- Sergeant's office, but insisted that it wasn't deliberate. Um, And then where's the good one? Um, Speaking about the junior colleague she propositioned, she said, I met the officer a couple of months ago. There was a bit of banter. I don't know how the conversation started, but we started speaking about whether he had a girlfriend or children. I said, well, if you ever fancy an affair with a fatter, uglier, older woman who wears glasses, I have a number. (laughs) He said no thank you In response I pretended to throw up in my mouth And he walked away <laughs>
1: uh. I'm, I'm really worried about Thrush um, Speaking about the Thrush incident She said I wasn't suffering from Thrush at the time So I wasn't asking I wasn't asking her some literally Which has me just really confused what that phrase means um, Yeah no I think the internet's going to rally around this person um, because I, I think she is a folk hero to some people. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is why I'm, uh, I'm kind of out of the working world. Cause I think I've done all of this.
0: Uncomplicated thrush is common. About 75% of women will have vaginal thrush in their lifetime. Thrush is caused by a fungal infection that lives in the vagina often okay. without causing symptoms. So yeah, still going. Um, how much? How much would you? How much would you? How much would you give me if I Google "imaged vaginal thrush"?
1: Zero dollars.
0: I'm gonna do it. This is. I know. Okay, it's not that gross. It just looks like a gross tongue. Mm. Tongue with a lot of cankles on it. Okay. The uh. Uh, the affair line's pretty good like that's straight out of a Melissa McCartney movie
1: yeah I mean I I used to use similar phrases around the office and I mean then you know I, you know she mentions using a Borat voice and saying rather out than in um like i've I've, I've done very similar acts to that so yeah I, I I think the internet's gonna rally around her here
0: you hope so because you relate to her is what's happening.
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't hope so. I believe so. Oh, if not, yeah. I completely understand. It.
0: <laughs> she said she went up to the guy who she offered the affair with because he was kind of like grossed out. Sure. And uh, I was like, you know, I was just kidding. He's like, uh, I-, I knew I still wasn't into it. Yeah. That'll happen. All right. This weekend. We have the Honda Classic, Jake, in which I forgot to make a pick. So I am sitting Dang. I'm sitting out this one and letting everyone else win, okay? You forgot to make a pick as well?
1: Oh, I chose not to make a pick to let everyone else win, yeah. so I was doing it to be nice. You just forgot, and you're trying to scramble. No, no, I didn't. But the... there's no way I forgot.
0: No, I did the same thing, and I thought uh, I'd play it off as forgot, even though it was really just to be nice and let someone else win once. But we have a mm-hmm. lot of people chose Adam Scott, Sam from the Jersey Shore, Ben Church, OGB, mm-hmm. Ma15105, Golfers Other Than Tiger are all on the Adam Scott bandwagon. Brooks, Big Adam Costa. Scott
1: Sergio week, Jim. Yep, yep, yep.
0: So we will keep this monitored. Thankfully, Jake and I abstained from competing we wanted you gotta to like, give the fans one got to give the fans one to win and that's your golf update
1: i was pretty pissed i was i was actually very mad it was my first thought when i woke up and i woke up at uh 6 mountain time and that was too late to make a pick so i was i was fuming for the first like 10 minutes i was awake which is a bad world to wake up into
0: fuming because you didn't get the pick in time yep Okay. Well, hopefully, this will make you feel better.
1: Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day.
0: jake's bet of the day it's the bet of the day yesterday he lost and so did i but my brain kind of won and my fingers betrayed it i am now 17 and 17 my fingers i want to cut this motherfucker off for making that mistake yesterday and you are 19 and 15 you're on a uh, two game losing streak which is tough so how do you feel
1: is that right? What are what are the two I missed? I missed the Celts last night.
0: Oh, you're on a uh, one-game losing streak. I apologize.
1: Okay, there we go. I will uh, Straighten that out. I, um, I apologize. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I made my, I, I said my logic yesterday, and I, am completely fine with this, that losing bet. Um, Celts have been all over the board. Thought there was a chance they recover. If not, I was going to enjoy some tears for a night. It's done. Now I will pick a winner,
0: James. Okay.
1: And we are going to go. We're going to keep it in the NBA. Didn't love the college slate. Didn't like what I was seeing. Um, and you know what, Jim? I'm I'm going to take a take a shot at one of our super fans.
0: You going Magic? Who are the Magic playing? The Warriors. Warriors
1: Magic, baby. Okay. Uh,
0: I I think I know who I'm taking but I got to know the spread, but I'm pretty positive I know who I'm taking.
1: Okay, Golden State is favored by six. Yeah, 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 it's easy. It's easy money. Easy money? Yeah, it's easy. Now you have me freaked out. That's I'm thinking of changing my pick. Why? Oh, you have me so spooked right now. What's wrong? I, because you're cold. My brain's not cold. You're cold. I know it, That's even worse, Jim. My, that means the whole world around you is working to keep you cold. So the fact that you think you have a beat on this just has me so freaked out.
0: I I mean, I know. I, I know how this, I know which one wins.
1: I might have to audible.
0: Um, Where's the game being played?
1: You know what? Life's too lane short, lane. Jim. Life's too short. You just—you freaked out this whole bet. We're going with the over of two twenty six point five, and we're hammering the over.
0: Okay. Well, who were you gonna take to win?
1: Golden State.
0: Yeah, I was on. I was with you.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why I couldn't take it.
0: They just got embarrassed by that. Wa- You're by the,
1: freakishly cold right that now. That buzz- just have to get away from your aura.
0: That buzzer beater just embarrassed them. They it, it shouldn't just away from it, your it shouldn't aura, embarrass them. They're going Golden State's gonna go off tonight.
1: Just away from your aura. I mean, I'm
0: hammering the over. It's very. It's oh, awesome. God. it's like it's a great call oh, because Golden State they they shouldn't feel embarrassed by that Wade basket, but they are embarrassed. And it's the national highlight, and now they're going to go off. It's easy. This is the easiest pick. You're so smart. Wow. Oh. I only said that because I thought you would take it as damn. This is the end
1: of sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're right. I think the Warriors are just going to full out blitz. Um, you know, this is a big game, in the Magic's head movies. They're they're seven and three in their last ten.
0: I think that. So it looks like Vegas got lazy with this pick, too, because the last time they played, it was 110 to 116, so it was 226. Yeah, they just put it on so the Vegas board So Vegas like, again. yeah, we'll just do that one again.
1: Yeah. I think this we're, – we're probably going to see one of those games where the Magic have, like, I'd, I'd say 90 or so through three quarters. I, I think the over is going to be there. They're going to want to blitz this so hard that they can sit out the whole fourth quarter. Um and I think it'll be close to that, but the, the Magic are pesky. They'll, the Warriors won't actually care on defense. They'll give up some buckets. Um, So, points. We're going points tonight. Go the ball. What's your official bet, though?
0: My official bet. Let me see if I can get this motherfucker right. Careful with
1: those fat hobbit fingers.
0: Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Uh, there it is. Uh, nailed the button. Nailed, nailed the, the, the button. button. Hit that button so good. So we both agree. Warriors are going to not only blow their doors off the place, they're going to they're going to they're going to beat magic's magic. <laughs> I said magic as if I was talking about it. they're going to beat magic. Sam's magic.
1: Magic Sam's going to be all on us for this one, but it's it's the bet of the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's a swamp person Ooh. lives in a swamp. Swamp so bad they had to build a magic kingdom tack like it was nice. Should I just rip on Orlando some more. I love when I rip on Orlando.
1: You love ripping on Orlando. Do whatever you do, whatever feels right, Big Daddy. I
0: only like ripping on Orlando because Magic Sam. I know he listens.
1: Some Magic Sam.
0: You think Magic Sam likes Penny Hardaway? Yes. Who doesn't? That's the big question. Some people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That's the end of the show today. Jake, what are your, what are your parting words? Goodbye.